0: Welcome to the Officer Media Group Roll Call Podcast. Officer Roll Call is meant to inform and entertain. Now, let's get into this episode.
1: Welcome to the lineup, Officer Magazine's roundup of the week's police and law enforcement news. I'm your host, Joe Vince, Assistant Editor for Officer Magazine. And with me today is...
0: Lieutenant Borelli with a very rough voice from having recorded uh, virtual academy courses this morning. How you doing, Joe?
1: Not too bad let's get uh right into it um this week um the national fraternal order of police released their monthly updates on uh officer uh line of duty shootings um and um year to date um those numbers are up 15%. Um, so far this year, 166 officers have been shot uh, in the line of duty. Um, and of those shot this year, 21 uh, have been shot fatally. Um, this is, again, a series of, uh, I for the past three years or so, ha, ha, um, shootings have seen, there's been increase in these shootings um also um the fop noted that uh ambush attacks are still a major problem uh, in law enforcement um frank um again it, it seems like uh each month we're we're kind of um banging the same drum about this problem
0: you know we do and i'm never going to stop banging that drum joe we we look back at like the fop said you know we're we're up 15% from last year but we're up 30% from 21 and 40% from 2020 and i mean there's all kinds of reasons people point at you know they say well covid well uh, that well that i i it what disturbs me is I, we kind of constantly see on the news how evil the police are and all the wrong the police are doing. And I, I think mainstream media quite often sets up an us and them situation um, and kind of is very critical of law enforcement and, and implies empowerment or implies approval for people to resist or fight or attack. Uh, you know, this year, 54 officers have been shot in forty-seven ambush attacks. Yeah. Um. I mean that that's that's crazy that, that that officers are being ambushed this way. I mean, what what makes somebody dislike the police so much? They just go out and ambush them like they're an enemy on warfare in a war. You know, on on a, a field of combat. It's ridiculous.
1: And you see too the the jump uh, year to date um, in those ambush attacks. um, for the same span of time in uh, 2022, there were only 27 ambush-style attacks, compared to the 47 of this year. Um, and it, uh, yeah, again, it doesn't seem, and um, it, 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 it's hard to really find a way how what law enforcement can do to um, to combat this, uh, because it, it, in many of these cases um they uh officers are being called uh, to respond and uh criminals so are lying in wait
0: yeah i mean yeah. It, and that's the whole idea of an ambush is it's, it's a surprise attack um but but make no mistake this isn't the same we're, we're talking in a minute about a different story this isn't the same as an officer who gets a call for an armed robbery and he goes and he expects to potentially find somebody they're armed with, you know, there's a threat and he can he can manage the risk appropriately and act appropriately. The ambushes are just surprise attacks. And there, there's, no, there's no way to justify them uh, with, well, it, it's part of the line of duty. Well, you know, the officer took some action that oppressed that person, whatever. These are premeditated, cold-blooded murders and attempted murders of police officers. And anybody who attacks an officer in that fashion in my opinion should not ever be eligible for parole or probation and i think it's wrong to keep him in life for prison you already know how i feel about the death penalty um, you know the, the only good news i see here is you know the ambush style attacks have almost doubled since last year you know from 27 to 47 but the number of officers shot in those attacks uh, only went up you know a fourth they're not being as effective, I guess. We had 42 officers shot in those 27 ambushes last year versus 54 officers shot in 47 ambush attacks. This year, uh, the number of officers killed in those ambushes is up, it sounds like a bad number, 50%. And under any number is a bad number, but it was six last year, nine this year. Um, you know, all, all law enforcement can do is be aware of it, and try to be alert to those situations and avoid them where they can um officers who work single car patrol single officer patrol really need to have their head on a swivel when you have a partner at least you have two sets of eyes looking for the danger and hopefully you can do a little bit more about it
1: and and again to the uh, nine killed um this year in ambush attacks and that's out of 21 overall killed this year um so you know it it really puts that in perspective
0: it's almost half that's that's Mm -hmm. ludicrous that's ludicrous and it's being driven by a hatred for police because people don't know the good police do that never makes the mainstream media all it makes mainstream media is the mistakes that law enforcement makes and they they don't even put it in perspective and show what such a small percentage is of that i don't know anyway i'm definitely gonna need more coffee (laughs)
1: This leads us to our next story out of Denver. A uh, veteran uh, police officer was in his uh, patrol unit sitting outside of a hotel uh, when a gunman came up and opened fire on him in his cruiser. Uh, he was shot multiple times. Thankfully, his best um took those, uh, those shots and the officer was still able to get out of his vehicle, uh, and return fire, uh, shooting and, uh, killing the, uh, the suspect. Um, again, uh, this kind of illustrates what we were just talking about, uh, with these ambush attacks, Frank.
0: Yep. And and Um, it's, you know it's it's again this is a premeditated uh, hard to avoid just heinous attack on an officer
1: and, and and so far um as far as the motive behind this um, i haven't uh, at, at the time we're recording this there hasn't uh, been any information uh, released about that um at the according to the report um The suspect apparently had entered this hotel to ask for a room, apparently, and then had come out and uh, began firing. Um, This was uh, happened um, on Wednesday and then later that same day. um, Another officer in Denver was shot and wounded this in in a slightly different situation. Um, officers responding were responding to um, reports of shots fired and um confronted a suspect then began pursuing uh that that suspect on foot and um uh, a shootout uh an exchange of gunfire um, erupted so, um, and the officer and the suspect were uh, both uh, shot and and wounded um the thankfully um the uh uh, the officer um was treated and released from the hospital. Um, but ag- again, um, uh, it it illustrates just um, just how much more dangerous it, it it is getting out there
0: well, again, like these these people feel empowered to attack the police. The idea of somebody shooting at the police to avoid apprehension you know, after they've committed a crime during a foot chase or whatever, that, that's kind of always been around. Um, there was a time nobody ever dared to shoot the police. There was always people who, who would. But, I mean, there used to be a level of respect there, and that's long gone. It's been destroyed by uh, people who try to say the police have no respect for anybody else. Um, it, it, both of these people who shot at these Denver officers, one in ambush, that's just cold-blooded, cowardly. God knows why they did it. Uh, hope they rot forever because of it. Um, you know, in the second one, this guy's trying to avoid arrest. It's not unexpected. It's something law enforcement is at least trained to look for and be aware of. Uh, but still, you got to you got you to gotta have a lot of I don't know stupidity and guts to to stop and shoot at a police officer. Um, because honestly, what you you have a hope. That you get the officer before he gets you. But once you've once you've taken it to that final level, once you've pulled your gun, you start shooting at a police officer, you know you're getting shot back. I mean, you 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 have to be so desperate you're willing to die rather than get caught because that's where you've gone with it. And it's it's a sad state of affairs, Joe. I hate to see it happening. And I again I think it's because you know, society doesn't talk enough about the good that law enforcement does
1: and again you you talk about um just that uh, that sort of um i don't know is it desperation is it brazenness now that um both both i guess um uh, do you do you think too that um uh, there are are cases of uh of criminals just feeling that you know you know what I- What's the worst that's going to happen at this point? Um, I, I, don't, well, I don't know.
0: And maybe, and that's what I'm saying. So maybe you get these criminals think, well, I can shoot the police. What's the worst going to happen? I've already been in jail. Jail's no big deal. Or I'm going to be a hero in the neighborhood or whatever the hell they're thinking. Um, but maybe what they really need to realize is what's the worst going to happen? We're going to put you in a box six feet in the ground, and your parents are going to stand weeping over your grave uh is is the worst that's going to happen because once you start shooting at us you know legally we get to shoot back and maybe we don't want to um but it's that's the reality so what's the worst going to happen two people are going to die absolutely totally unnecessarily
1: well moving on to our next story and moving into um better news i guess yes Um, Um, In New Jersey, uh, three New Jersey state uh, troopers got to bring a new life into the world, um, delivering a baby boy on, in a rather unusual environment, uh, Interstate 287 outside of Bridgewater, uh, New Jersey. Um, One of the troopers' uh, uh, body cameras was able to capture uh, the delivery and... um, well, not an ideal situation. Uh, baby and mother were both healthy, and um, uh, this is, I'm sure, an an experience that the troopers are, are are not going to forget.
0: No, I'm sure they're not. You know, it's it's a unique uh, experience, um, and, and I can't imagine. You, you, there's so many. What are they obstetricians, the doctors that deliver babies on a regular basis? Um, you know they do it all the time, and I I I feel bad for them if it ever becomes tedious or mundane. I mean, to to me the idea, and we say jokingly we call it playing catch, but the idea of being the per the first person to hold this new life uh, as the mother delivers this baby um it is it, that that's got to be. And I can say this from from experience. It is such a unique and and, and joyful moment. Um, scary, yes. <laughs> Nerve wracking, yes. But but so so glorious. I mean, such such a beautiful moment for for you know. And we just talk about people shooting and killing the police, and they don't know the, the, the all the good that's done. Imagine what this would have been if the long if the officers hadn't been there, if the troopers hadn't been there, and this woman's essentially delivering a baby. Uh, you know, in her car on the side of the road, um, you know, part of the article talks about how the troopers had to reposition the mom and the baby, uh, because the umbilical cord became briefly wrapped around the boy. And I mean, that wrapped around the neck that can be fatal for the baby. So, you know, it's good that they were here twice, right, for the delivery mm-hmm. and for this potential life saving activity. Um, this is the good. That that officers do. This needs to be making national news. This needs to be on the Today Show and Good Morning America and all these other shows. Where, but for these three troopers, that baby may not have been alive, and that that mother might be mourning a loss rather than celebrating a life.
1: And, and this goes uh, again to illustrate just uh, what we've talked about before of just all the different skills that officers need to have and, and put into use on almost a, a daily basis. Um, you know, it, it's not just chasing down suspects. It, you know, it, it's sometimes, uh, delivering a baby and, and, and a delivery that, uh, had a, a slight complication at that. So, nope. um, and again, a uh, From delivering a a new life to to saving a a young one, Um, uh, deputies in uh, Macomb County, uh, Michigan, um, were called um, for a a report of a child who had fallen into a pool and was pulled out unresponsive. Uh, When they got to the scene, the deputies began uh, performing CPR and um were able to get the child breathing again um you 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 go from um just uh, it's such a, a a scary situation as as a as a parent and then to have um uh you know deputies um be able to to, to save that help save that child's life um you, you know that uh, Boy,
0: there's no way to measure the impact of this. And and here's why I say that. And this is awesome. You're absolutely right. It shows the skill set because people don't think about police officers doing CPR. People don't think about police officers delivering first aid treatment. People think about police officers chasing, arresting, shooting, brutalizing, everything the mainstream media says. They don't show getting there a two-year-old little girl who's pulled unresponsive from a swimming pool in, uh, in Macomb. So it's Macomb County and it's Macomb Township. Um, they, they take immediate action and they save this girl's life. Now, how do we know what the impact of that is inevitably or, or long-term? We, we know what the impact is immediately. She didn't die. She didn't drown. Her parents don't have to mourn her loss, right? They don't have to go to a funeral for a two-year-old baby, two-year-old child. Well, what are we, what's she gonna do when she grows up?
1: Mm-hmm. You know, that's
0: that's what always amazes me is we never know. There's so much law enforcement does, and they we we never know the impact. When you're driving a patrol car up a street, you're shining your spotlight around, you don't know if you just prevented a burglary or you just prevented a rape or you just prevented a kid from sneaking out of the house and present, potentially, you know, getting getting into something they shouldn't have got into. You never know what you prevented because it never happens. This two-year-old little girl, those officers, and, and the, you know the cool part is it might happen. You know they might get invited to her high school graduation. They might get invited to her college graduation. They might get invited to her wedding. Um, you know sometimes that happens, and the officers stay involved in in the lives, and it, it's all really neat. Um, but in the short term, they did this beautiful thing. In the long term. We don't know just what the impact of this is going to be and it's it's sometimes really awesome to think about but again the good officers do that all too often is not uh it, it's just taken for granted it's glossed over and and how do you how do you get any better than this Saved a two-year-old girl's life right and,
1: and you talked about you know, going to graduations or, or still staying in, in in that person's life um You know, there will be uh, occasionally I will come across stories too, where I will see um, a a recruit um, graduating the academy to become a police officer and saying that it was because of of what an officer had done or or what they had seen an officer do when they were a child that affected them so deeply. That um they wanted to do that same thing it, it's It's paying it forward in a sense
0: it is, but it's it's so motivational. I mean, i I became a police officer out of a drive to help people, and I grew up watching Andy Griffith, so uh, <laughs> you know, I, I had an idea, and I, and my dad was in in the industry. I mean, my dad was a lawyer who became a judge, and there was cops around all the time, and I saw all these honorable people, and I wanted to be like them. Um, and all the people out there listening that are laughing at the idea of me being honorable. Yeah, great joke. Um, But yes, if these officers have motivated this two-year-old little girl to do anything with their actions, fantastic. If they haven't, they still saved her life. Fantastic.
1: On to our next story. Again, we're going to stick with this theme of helping. In this case, it was bystanders helping out an officer, um, a, uh, let's see, Marshfield, Massachusetts police officer had responded to a uh, a traffic crash, um, was at the scene, um, and um, let's see here.
0: Uh, so the officer was trying to arrest this guy who was resisting arrest after he fled that scene and some good Samaritans came and helped the police officer affect the arrest.
1: It, right. And they had helped um, as the uh, the suspect was struggling, um, Helped the officer get uh, handcuffed. Uh, the individual as uh, the individual kept uh, kept fighting and screaming and kicking and spitting um, uh, until uh, other officers also were able to to come in um and help um again um this was also not the only case uh this week of um bystanders helping out uh, in, in another case an officer um uh who was uh fighting with a suspect um and that suspect had um uh, gotten the officer's taser and, and used the taser on him other bystanders came in and were able to um, hold the individual down, um, so that the officer could recover and again, handcuff, uh, the suspect.
0: And I'd love to see um, more of this in the mainstream media. I mean, we talk about officers helping citizens, saving lives, delivering babies. Here are citizens potentially saving this officer's life. Cause we don't know what the outcome would have been without those citizens there to help out. Uh, obviously the, the the guy arrested had no concern for the officer's health or well being or life. Um, this is what America ought to see. Officers helping the citizens, the citizens helping the officers. We're all on the same team. Good is all on the same team. Always.
1: And, and it is good to see um, people getting involved um, uh, and, and um, you know, not just just standing by and watching.
0: Yeah, 100%. So,
1: um. And on to our next story. Um, this is I, I guess we'll put it for our X-Files segment. Um I love it. so and although uh, this happened in April, the um uh, footage was recently re- recent recently released. Um this is out of Las Vegas. Um a officer's body camera caught um what a appeared to be an apparent uh, UFO, a a bright light flashing and uh, streaking across the sky. Um, This was um, a light that actually um, a lot of people reported as far as Utah and California. Um, But what became uh, a little bit more unusual was about an hour after this was recorded on the body camera, Las Vegas Dispatch received a 911 call um, from uh, a family saying that they had seen something fall, something fall out of the sky, and that um, there were two a very tall, um, what they had said were aliens, I- I- in their backyard and uh, and on their property. Um, police responded, uh, investigated for a few days, but have, have since closed the case. Um, Again, uh, Frank, and your time as, as an officer, or even outside of that, ever, ever have an experience with a UFO?
0: I, I can't say I've ever had an experience with a UFO or with aliens. Um, I think it's really neat here, though. That it, it, and it's it's more about the circumstances and the timing, right? So all these people across three different states see this, this light in the sky. We have a, a body cam footage that shows... Uh, you know, there's whatever this light is, it may be a UFO, right? And then we have these people call and say, hey, look, we saw this object fall from the sky. But now there's these there, there's two people here. Um, and I love how in the article it says, you know, they responded to the home. The location is about 80 miles from the infamous Area 51. And I'll share with you one of my favorite jokes. <laughs> Somebody asked me, don't you ever wonder what they really have at Area 51? And I said, no. I really wonder why we never hear about areas one through 50 (laughs) where are they and what's going on there. Right. I mean, if area 51 is so top secret and we know about it, what about the other 50? Um, but apparently one officer's heard on his body cam footage saying, you know, that he's nervous and he's got butterflies and you know, it's one thing to see a shooting star, but now there's people saying there's aliens in their backyard. Um, i've I've never had that experience i've I've had calls for ghosts and and been to places that i'm sure are haunted i think we talked about those around halloween time and it will probably will again um i i can't say i've ever done the alien thing that that that's not a call i ever got or had to deal with
1: oh and and again i i it uh the um the officers responding to the call it, it uh had uh it was the proximity to having seen the, the flashing light um, or, or the the streaking light in the sky that uh, made it seem a little more eerie than, uh, and, and of course the location close to Area 51 uh, than maybe normally uh, would have been the case. So, um, so I'm going to do
0: something I rarely ever do, Joe. Sure. I, I want to throw out a book recommendation. Great. Um I'm I'm a big fan of a guy named Dean Kuntz, Koontz, K O O N T Z. First name Dean, and he wrote a book called *Strangers*. Long, long book. If you like to read, it's almost 800 pages long. Um, but it's an exceptional fictional story about something similar to Area 51, um, and what might have been extraterrestrial contacts, and and how it impacted some of the citizens there at the time and how the military reacted. So excellent, excellent, excellent read. A uh, book called Strangers from Dean Koontz, since we're talking about these UFOs and Area 51. Anyway, there's there's my book recommendation for the week.
1: I, and I, I think that's a great uh, way to, to leave off here. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, please come back next week uh, when we will do this again.
0: Hey, Joe, thanks very much. Have a good weekend. Stay safe. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of The Lineup. Please remember, the opinions voiced are not those of Officer Media Group or Endeavor Business Media, but only those speaking those opinions themselves. Thank you and stay safe.